The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, August 24th edition. Hope everybody had a good Monday. Six games late was a doozy as expected. The Royals did a little bit. The um, stacking up of the D-backs Pirates game, got 11 runs there. Um, Astros overall let down. Braves overall let down. Pitching was great. Lynn was good. Manoa was good. Who Oscar was good. Hendricks was okay. Uh, you got some late night pitching like it was, it was a low-scoring slate because there's not, not a lot of runs. So a very, very intriguing slate to, to get things done. The uh, kind of quote-unquote contrarian stacks we liked helped to get people into the green if you stuck with the game plan that we discussed on the show. We'll get you ready for a 14-game slate on a Tuesday. Before we do so, some housekeeping business. You can find myself on Twitter at BDentric. Make sure to uh, give me a follow, and if you have any questions, hit me up there. Also, check out uh, the Fantasy DJ Slack chat. It's free. Always popping off in there doing different sports. Uh, betting DFS season long and price picks is is popping off in there. It's prop picks meets DFS. It's a great way to play. You can do different sports up to two to five picks, all kinds of cool stuff. So come check it out in the Slack chat. And if you're new to price picks, go to pricepicks.com or download the app in your app store. Use promo code Bubba B U B B A to create your account and you get a first time deposit bonus up to one hundred dollars. Go check out pricepicks.com or the app store. Use promo code Bubba B U B B A when creating your account to get you that first time deposit bonus. Also, if you want to see my written content on Tuesdays at rotoballer.com is a free DraftKings article, so make sure to check that out to get you lined up for the 14-game slate of action. It pairs well with the podcast, MLB DFS Quick Hits. Lastly, Benched with Bubba coming at you twice a week to get you popping for your season-long fantasy baseball, so come check that out as well. Give a rate and review. would truly appreciate that. All right, 14-game slate on tap for you. Let's see what totals we got on this slate. We have uh, D-backs, Pirates, 8.5. Angels, Orioles, 10.5, folks. Rays, Phillies, 9. White Sox, Jays, 9. Twins, Red Sox, 10. Giants, Mets, 8.5. Rangers, Indians, 9. Nationals, Marlins, 8.5. Yankees, Braves, 9.5. Tigers, Cardinals, 8. Waiting on Wrigley Field. Reds, Brewers, 7.5. And And Royals, Astros, 9. Of course, we're missing a few there. But overall, not too bad. we got some decent pitching totals, which is interesting because 28 total pitchers on this slate. I got it narrowed down to about probably six or seven right now. Things could change, obviously, as lineups come out. For ownership, things change. But for now, we're sticking with this. And your top-priced arm is Corbin Burns. 
10-6 at home against Cincinnati Reds. Burns is pretty much a great play anytime you want to. He's got that 20-plus point floor, usually 25-plus point floor. He is facing the Reds, though. That'll be my, my caveat there. They are striking out 24% of the time versus righties in the month of August, but they're hitting 273 with a 279 ISO and a 133 WRC+. plus. So Burns is in play in tournaments. I'm not sure I'm going to force him in there, but you can definitely go there. I'll probably save some cash and go elsewhere, pay up for some bats. But Burns, we know he's got the 40-plus point ceiling. That's why he's a great tournament play. But uh, don't play him in cash. Like I'm not going to play him in cash tonight. But I think Burns at 10-6, tournament for sure. Dropping down to Jack Flaherty, $9,600 at home against the Detroit Tigers. I am all in. He's made two starts and is coming off the IL. Six innings in both starts. Two runs, zero runs, and five or more Ks. He has 13 Ks in his 12 innings pitched. He got up to 92 pitches this last go-around. He's got over 22 points in each start. Now you get a Detroit Tigers team that we can pick on for sure. They're striking out over 28% of the time. First right-handed pitching in the month of August. Hitting 207 with a 121 ISO and a 61 WRC+. They are 39% below the league average versus right-handed pitching in the month of August. Like Detroit hits lefties well. Hits them very well. They cannot hit the broadside of a barn versus right-handed pitcher. So Jack Flaherty is my top price pitcher on the slate at $96,000 cheaper than Burns. Much better matchup at home. Detroit loses the DH to top it off. I'm, I'm a big fan of this St. Louis matchup against Detroit. Jack Flaherty, 96 all aboard that train. If you want another intriguing tournament play, Charlie Morton at 9K against the New York Yankees. Morton's a strikeout machine. We talk about time and time again. He's got 19 or more points in four straight starts. He's got six innings, uh, two or runs or less in each of those starts, and six or more Ks in each of those starts. He's been a strikeout machine. He's going six-plus in most starts. Good quality start type machine. Good floor. We liked him when he was more around the 8K range, not the 9K range. But he makes for a very good tournament play for a couple of reasons. 9K will scare some people off. The New York Yankees always scares people off. The Yankees were chalkier than chalk on the six-game slate. Who Oscar, you know, came in 21% known in the tournaments I was in, three max I was in, which which seems high, but on a six-game slate, not bad. Um, so he was a good fate, and he pitched great. He had a two-run double to Stanton in the six, but he went six strong. And he struck out uh, eight, I think, because the Yankees strike out a lot. They're striking out 24% of the time in the month of August. First right-handed pitching, hitting 251 with a 114 WRC+. Plus. Lots of swing and miss there. That's what Chucky Morton does. Chucky Morton can give it the long ball from time to time, so you got to kind of stay out of trouble. But uh, we saw you know with the recipe, if he can do it six innings, eight Ks, Chucky can do that too. Does he get blown up? Who knows? But 9K in a tournament play, very intriguing with Charlie Morton in this matchup. Herman Marquez, 8200 bucks after the Chicago Cubs. Count me in. Marquez has actually been better at home than on the road this year. I can already hear everyone talking about it. But this is the Chicago Cubs, folks. This is the team we're going to continue to pick on time and time again. Going into Monday night, they were striking out nearly 31% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Nearly one in every three at-bats, someone was striking out versus right-handed pitching for the Cubs. Hitting 238 with a 75 WRC+. Give me Herman Marquez at 200 bucks. I don't care if it's Coors or Wrigley. We're going to Herman Marquez at 200 Really strong spot there. Tanner Houck at 79 is intriguing against Minnesota. It's just the pitch counts. Like, he's got the strikeout stuff. That's legit. But the pitch counts, 58, 89, 74, 75, 87. I'd imagine he gets 75-plus here. But it's still four to five innings the way he goes. It's dicey. Tournament play, sure, if you want at 79. But I'd rather go to Marquez or pay down for Eli Morgan at 7700 bucks at home against the Texas Rangers. Coming off a nice six shutout innings with eight Ks at Minnesota for over 30 DK points. Got beat up against Oakland within 13, 24, 13 and a half, 12 and a half. Good floor with some upside. Makes for a beautiful tournament play. Going up against the Rangers team, striking out 22.5% of the time versus righties. Hitting 202, 132 ISO, 
59 WRC plus. So not a team that's going to scare you a ton unless you're just walking the farm and giving them some opportunities to get to you as a whole. It's a phenomenal spot there for a uh, Eli Morgan. I think he kind of goes under underlooked in this one. So he's a great pivot off of Tanner Halko. I'm a huge fan of if he has listened to bench with Bubba, I've added him in most of my season long leagues. I've talked about him a lot. The Red Sox are yo-yoing him around. They're kind of limited in his pitch count. That's killing us for DFS. Eli Morgan's a good pivot at 77. And then my last guy, my cheap pitcher of the night, and I do not understand DK's pricing here. We're going to keep rolling out. Mad bum, folks. 71 hundo at Pittsburgh. Mind-boggling to me. Eight strong against Philly his last time out. We were on that one. He's basically he's gotten you 17 and a half or more points in five straight starts. He's got 17 and a half in six of his last seven. He's gone six or more innings in six of his last seven. He's given up two runs or less in each of his last seven. And he has five or more Ks in, in four of his last seven, three straight starts. So I love what Mad Bum's doing since he came out the aisle. He's been outstanding. And you get a Pittsburgh Pirates team that usually doesn't strike out a ton, sure, but they're striking out right now 20, in the month of August because they've made a lot of roster changes. They're striking out 24% of the time versus left-handed pitching, hitting 234 with a 117 ISO on a 70 WRC+. plus. So Mad Bum at 71 is just baffling to me. Can't quite figure that one out for the life of me. So that's that's a great price point. So if I'm looking for pitching on this slate, like you can go to Burns and tournaments. Don't mind at all. Love Flaherty. Morton's a good tournament play at 9K. Like a really low-owned, really good tournament play. Um, Herman Marquez, love him. Eli Morgan, big fan of a pivot off of Tanner Houck. And then you got Mad Bum. Like there's a couple other guys. Like, you know, you got Tyler Molly on the road, but it's Milwaukee. I'll stay away. Uh, Luis Garcia is interesting. He's not striking guys out right now. And Kansas City's bats are sneaky. They're not striking out a ton. But uh, he'll be popular. Darvish and Urias coming off the IL. I'll just watch that game and, and hope for the best. Dylan Cease could be a tournament play versus Toronto. Toronto's bats are cold. There's a humidor in Toronto. Um, they You saw Lance Lynn shut them down. They had a quiet weekend overall against uh, Detroit. So if you want to go to Dylan Cease in a tournament at 88, you can. Uh, he's just not near the top of my list. Like Ideally, if I had to pick three arms, Flaherty, Marquez, Bumgarner is my three arms on this slate. Then I probably sprinkle Charlie Morton in there as well, and some Eli Morgan after that. That's where I'm focused. But again, Burns, um, Cease, those are some guys you can make some arguments for as well. All right, let's get to the um, yeah, Myron. I'm with you. Myron's in the chat again. If you want to watch this live the night before I record every uh, show, like this is for Tuesday. It's Monday night. It's the Rotor Bar YouTube channel. So come check it out there. Myron's in the chat with us. He says Mad Bum is a great pick look at what ja hap did to them yes pittsburgh um it's pittsburgh it is like we liked them monday night versus arizona against uh mejia pitch to contact guy bat bullpen mad bum's a bit different so we have some fun with that one all right catcher's position let's talk some bats on this one catcher position on this slate keep an eye on Osmani grandal he'll be coming back soon probably like, don't pay for him just yet but see what he should be coming back to help your white Sox stacks out pretty soon but saving some cash salvi Perez is always a tournament play he went deep again on monday so you can look at a guy like that, uh, Carson Kelly at 47 versus Brubaker. Brubaker, we're going Arizona's in play again. Hate to break it to people, they're in play again. So uh, Carson Kelly at 47 if you want, or we can save some cash when we get down to his uh, other catching counterpart as well. Uh, but a big one for us, Mike Zunino. We know how he loves to pound left-handed pitching. He's got Ranger Suarez. He's 4,200. The caveat I'll say is Ranger Suarez probably goes about four innings. So you get one, maybe two at-bats if like they're pounding him. So only probably one at bat for Zanino versus lefty. So it's not as juicy as it looks, but still sometimes it's all he needs against the lefty. So 4,200 bucks there. Not bad. Same situation. Elias Diaz going up against the lefty steal for the Cubs at 41. Really good look there in Wrigley Field. 
dropping down to 4K and below now. You got Dalton Varsha. There's the other counterpart. I think he's a great play. Went deep on Monday. Lefties versus Brubaker is a beautiful, beautiful thing. So catcher outfit eligibility for Varsha at 36. I prefer to have him a catcher, especially on a 14-game slate with so many outfit options. Get a guy like Varsha catching at 36. That's a very good piece of uh, value uh, at a catcher's position that could go berserk against a guy like Brubaker. So like that a lot for Varsha. Uh, cheaper options, though. Christian Vasquez at 32 versus Jax, if you want to go there. William Contreras for Atlanta, if he gets to start versus the lefty Heaney. We know we love the pound Heaney with right-handed bats, so William Contreras at 31 could be one for you as well. Uh, Sebi Zavala of the White Sox at 29 versus Barrios. I'm not looking to really pound Barrios, but uh, something to keep in mind there. And then um, down below the 3K range, you got like guys like Tucker Barnhart, but you're not really wanting to fade Corbin Burns. Um, Martin Maldonado versus Singer at 24 could be interesting for you. And then his teammate, Jason Castro, is another cheap pick. That could be a, a good one in that in that matchup as well. First base position for you. like You got guys like Shohei at 64. Great, great play. Over-unders 10.5. Camden Yards. Pitch to contact Spencer Watkins. Shohei at 64. Like I don't like paying over 6K for pretty much any player, period, because baseball is so crazy. How many times do we get a $2,200 guy getting you a home run and like, 20 points like we get goofy stuff all the time Shohei's in like that double dong category for you on uh tuesday night could he get an over definitely but he's in that double dong category where things can get really spicy in that where so uh so keep that in mind but Shohei at 64 is not too shabby going to some cheaper options though you got guys like uh joy Votto versus burns interesting tournament play i'll be honest especially if burns only goes say six so they, they kind of limit him or whatever Get a few innings of that Milwaukee bullpen, which has actually been pretty good right now. I'm not going to knock that. But Votto's uh, interesting. Like I think the Reds, it's one of those things we talked about on Monday. You get a really good pitcher versus a red-hot offense. Anything can happen in baseball. So you're paying for that red-hot offense to be contrarian. You get it at low ownership. How chalky have the Reds been lately? I'm not saying it's a must play, but if you want to be super contrarian, it's a great way to go. The Reds are like, would you rather go with the Reds? Or like, can you know what their offense can do? Or would you rather go with like the uh like the tigers or uh the pirates or stuff like that like that's the realization of this this situation so i like that one as a, contr- a contrarian play cj crone at 48 versus steel colorado could be in play for you if you want to be a little sneaky but jared walsh at 46 he's kind of been in a funk since coming off the il spencer watkins could be that medicine that fixes that situation so walsh at 46 pretty solid play for you you got guys like pete alonzo over sammy long of the giants at 44 Long has been effective, but he's not overpowering. If he's not located, he's very, very hittable. So a guy like Pete Alonzo at 44 could be a nice, uh, interesting play. Trey Boo Boo at 43 versus Dylan Bundy. If you want to go attacking Bundy, never a problem with that at all. I think Washington's a strong play tonight as well because Jesus Lazardo's taking the bump in Miami. And that guy, I love Lazardo, but he just doesn't have it. No location. He's getting beat up a lot. Um, so Miami or Washington's a very nice stack. Start with guys like Josh Bell at 4K. Gives you some good value there. Uh, Ryan Mountcastle at 39 if you're fading Bundy. Definitely could look that direction. Uh, some other cheap options down here when you're getting the mid-3Ks and below. Uh, I'm not really going to fade Tanner Houck, so I'm going to avoid that one. But I could see a twin stack if you think Houck doesn't go deep. at Boston bullpen. I can see the, the logic in your head if you want to go that way. So like a, a Miguel Sano is interesting in that regard. Uh, Rowdy Telez at 31 if you want to attack Tyler Molly. Not bad at all. It's a really good value. And that scenario, same with Carlos Santana at 31. Against um, Garcia, I like the Telez play a little better, but both are are nice looks. But as Drew Cabrera again, Arizona first base, third base value three K versus JT Brubaker. 
That's a good look for either. He had, a, he had a, I think an RBI knock for you on Monday night, so that'd be a good play as well. Andrew Vaughn's only 2800 bucks. If you want some savings, Christian Walker's only 26 He had a nice night, drove in three more runs on Monday. He's really swinging well. I wrote about him in the values article, premium values article at rotoballer.com on Monday. So Christian Walker swinging a good stick there, 26 hundo. And then, um, you know, Ryan O'Hearn, if you want, I'd probably rather get up to Christian Walker, but O'Hearn could do a little damage for you as well. But other than that, check your lineups. Second base position for you, Ozzy Albies against Heaney is beautiful at 57. Absolutely outstanding. So I have zero problem with that at all. I think it's a great play. Uh, sliding on down, though, below 5K, you got guys like Josh Rojas at 46, had a dud on Monday. I'll go right back to that well. But probably one of the hottest hit, well, one of, there's many hot hitters, one of the hottest hitters in baseball. Jazz Chisholm, a second base shortstop eligible, going against Eric Fede. They're only forty five hundred bucks. Chisholm is a phenomenal play, absolutely crushing the baseball right now. Uh, big big fan of what he's doing. So forty five hundred for Jazz is a really really strong look for you on this slate. Uh, Colton Wong's not bad. I'd rather have Chisholm or even Josh Rojas in their matchups, uh, or slide down to Whit Merrifield at forty four. So Wong's just in a bad scenario, which means he probably has the biggest night out of the four. But uh, if you're stacking Milwaukee, then yes, use Colton Wong. But uh, otherwise. Jazz Chisholm, Josh Rojas, Whit Merrifield in that little range. Very, very strong look for you on this evening. Uh, dropping down farther, though, guys like Corey Polanco at 37, hitting cleanup for Minnesota versus Tanner Houck. Again, I love Houck, but probably goes four, maybe five innings if you're lucky. So get some Corey Polanco out there at a very nice discounted price. Don't mind that at all. And then if you're punting, Garrett Hampson's 2900 bucks for steal. That's a good value. Ramon Urias for Baltimore at 29 versus Bundy it is in play for you as well. I like that um, that Hampson price. He's very, very hit or miss, but it's a good value for what you could get in that potential scenario. Then Yanni Hernandez is down here at 24 versus Eli Morgan. That could be one to look at as well. Um, and other than that, you know, Drew Ellis is getting some playing time for Arizona. Not really running to go play that. Jorge Mateo is down almost the bare minimum against Bundy, so you can look there as well. Third base position, you got Devers in a great spot versus Jax, and then J-Ram against the lefty Hearn at 58. I like a lot. Really good spot there for J-Ram at 5800 bucks if you're paying up. Otherwise, Austin Riley, 51 versus Heaney is ideal. That's a great spot, so that's a, a very, very strong play. Uh, if you want to save a few dollars, you go down to guys like um, Yandy Diaz versus Suarez. Again, remember, Suarez is not going to be long for the game, but he's there if you need to. Um, otherwise, third base is kind of an interesting position. You either pay way up or you kind of slide on down and look for some value, which is not as obvious at this point in time. Like maybe J.D. Davis, but he's been ice cold. He's th- like as Drupal Cabrera at 3K is a great value. I mentioned first base, third base eligible. As Drupal at 3K is a great third base value if you want to go there. I, I don't mind that at all. But as a whole, third base is really odd. I, I want to say weak, actually, right now. Hunter Dozier's 23, Matt Duffy's 22, but... I think it's Drupal Cabrera at 3K or you pay up right now at third base unless something really changes throughout the day. A shortstop position for you is the Tatis is fine any day, but I'd rather have Bogarts personally than Tatis. I'd rather have um, like Dansby Swanson at 53. Swanson went deep again on Monday. I think that's a great play. Wander Franco at 52 is on base streak. I think reached 12 games last time I saw him. So Swanson and Franco, uh, Wander Franco, very, very good looks there. Trevor Story had Monday off, so should be back in the lineup at 5K. He's in a good spot there versus Steele as well. So some really good options in that regard. You can go Javi Baez at 47 versus Long, or just go to our guy. Get jazzy with it. Jazz Chisholm at 45, second-base shortstop eligible. So shortstop got a lot of options here. A lot of options, especially 45 and above, that you can pick and choose from. If you are going cheaper, though, Brandon Crawford at 43, not bad. Don't don't hate it. Uh, Johnny VR at 38. 
is a value. Jake Cronenworth at 37 is Urias, but don't mind it at all. Uh, Nick Ahmed's down here at 34 for your Arizona stacks. Only your Arizona stacks. Nicky Lopez had a dud on Monday where the dude's coming in swinging a red-hot bat. He's 3K, so that's a good shortstop value. If you're looking to fade um, Garcia, that can be an option for you as well. So some, sweet, some very, very good options at shortstop at all price ranges that can uh, fit your stacks or one-off scenarios. Outfield, going to be overloaded on a 14-game site. Otani, phenomenal. Bryce Harper, great play. Don't mind that at all. Uh, the Franimal versus Hearn at 55 is outstanding. And honestly, in a tournament, he probably gets overlooked here because you got guys like Tatis, Harper right above him at Juan Soto, Jordan Alvarez right below him. Franimal probably goes virtually unowned in this range. And that's kind of one angle to, to get in a tournament. If you want to take some chalk, pay up for a Franimal and hope he goes deep. That could be huge. I love Soto against Lazardo. I like the Washington Nationals quite a bit in this matchup. And I like Jordan Alvarez at 53 for Singer. Jordan's being a very sweet bat right now. So outfield, we're going to Find tons of value, but there are some great pay-up spots on this slate if you need to go that direction. Dropping out of below 5K, though, um, you do have a Hunter Renfro at 5K even. Not bad, but Cattell Marte at 47, phenomenal play. Josh Rojas, 46, not too shabby himself, but love Marte. Another double-digit DK point night for you on Monday, so keep riding that train as long as you can. Sed Mullins at 45 versus Bundy's outstanding. This is why paying up is kind of tough because there's just so much depth at this position it's more like, where do I want to stack and get my guys or punt when we get down there? That's where the outfield comes into play. But said Mullins at 45 is great. Uh, Randy Rose Reina at 44, not too shabby. Jorge Soler at 42 against Heaney. We know how that usually goes, so that's pretty nice. Um, getting down to the lower fork, Adam Duvall's 41. So you got the Duvall Soler combo. See how that goes. If you're not using Bumgarner, Brian Reynolds at 41, not too bad either. Uh, yeah, Stremski's 41 versus McGill. If you want to fade uh, McGill, I'm not really in the fade McGill train, but I get it if you want to go that route. They got Cut McCutcheon at 38, Will Myers at 38, probably not going there, but Lou Bob at 38, not too shabby. I, I don't hate that. This 3K range is not nearly as strong as that 5K and upper 4K. I'll say that much, but Dalton Varsho at 36, again, probably using him at catcher. Joe Adele at 36 versus Watkins. I can get behind that for sure. Um, Connor Joe had another nice night, even outside of Coors. I've been saying that in my outfield waiver wire columns. I wrote a baller, my bench with Bubba episodes. Usually, you like the Colorado kind of fringy guys for Coors only. Connor Joe does it everywhere. He does it everywhere. He leads off. He had to get a double and a, I get at least two hits. I know one was a double. Scored a run. I think he drove in a run. Very productive day. Thirty five hundred over steel. He's definitely in play for you again on Tuesday. Um, going down even farther, like Paven Smith for Arizona at 34. Nice lefty bat there versus Brubaker. Justin Upton versus Spencer Watkins at 34 is a nice power value bat in a tournament. Um, Rafael Ortega, if you're fading Marquez, you can go there. I'm always a Marquez fan, so you can look that direction. Lamont Wade Jr. probably leading off for the Giants at 32 versus McGill is intriguing if you're looking for some Giants action. Giants are always stackable. I just I respect McGill. I do. So I'm, I'm kind of staying away there. On a 14-game slate, like there's other contrarian plays. Like, I'd rather go with the Reds versus Burns, honestly. I really would. Uh, Peralta at 31 for the D-backs versus Brubaker. Another nice cheap play. Getting to 3K now and dropping on down far. Like, Brandon Marsh at 31, actually, for Anaheim. Nice value there versus Watkins. So, Anaheim's got some nice outfield value on the slate. But so does Miami. Jesus Sanchez, only 3K versus Fede. Brian De La Cruz at 3K. Problem is, Sanchez hits cleanup usually. De La Cruz, like, 7th or 8th. So Sanchez at 3K is the better value, but both are worth a look. Austin Hayes at 3K versus Dylan Bundy as well. So it's like I said, there's the, the outfield stacked up top, but you're probably looking at value here. Unless you find, unless you want to go value elsewhere, we can go cheap pitching like we talked about. 
So it makes it tough because there's some really great plays up top. But you got tons of value, tons and tons of value. Uh, Byron Bucks is going to be back soon, not tomorrow, but soon, and he's only twenty nine hundred bucks. DK is going to take a few days to react to that. So when Buxton does come back, maybe it's a midday after we record the show. Remember, he's cheap, so keep that in mind. Um, Anthony Santander at twenty eight, outstanding value against Bundy. I think he doubled dong on Saturday or Sunday. So Santander at twenty eight, outstanding value in this one. And then you know Lou Brenson at twenty seven. If you want to stack Miami, sure. Ben Intendi at twenty seven. Keep riding that train. No problem with that against Garcia. He had a down night, but he's been really swinging a good bat. So I'm not going to, you know, jump ship just yet. Um, Tyler Naquin's only 25. I know it's Burns, but that's a hell of a GPP value hitting first or second in that Reds lineup. It's Burns. It's scary, but Naquin at 25 is a great value because unlike the you know the 5K guys, Naquin can get a double and an RBI off the bullpen, and you're still paying off value where you need more from other guys. So that kind of makes it a little more intriguing, regardless of that pitcher he's facing. Um, uh, you're getting down even farther. You know, Guillermo Heredia at 23 is a decent value. Rashini bats eighth, though, so that's kind of the bummer. Keep an eye if Yadiel Hernandez starts for Washington. It is Jesus Lazardo, so it's lefty lefty. He's 23 hundo, but Lazardo won't be long for the game. So that's something to keep in mind in that scenario. And then other than that, like you know, Lars Newtbar's down here. DJ Stewart at 22 is a good tournament play versus Dylan Bundy. I can see that paying off. So lots and lots of value down here. There's some I'm probably even missing right now that we'll talk about when we see lineups in the Slack chat and stuff along those lines. Recapping your pitching, lots of ways you can go, like Burns in a tournament, sure. Love Flaherty tonight at 96. My top pitcher on the slate is Jack Flaherty. I think Morton's a phenomenal GPP play at 9K. Um, if you go down farther, I think Herman Marquez at 82 is outstanding. I don't mind Tanner Houck. He's just not going to go long, so I'd rather have Eli Morgan as a pivot at 7,700. I think that plays out just nice. And then Mad Bum at 71 is ridiculously cheap. So in a perfect world, if I seen three pitchers, Flaherty, Marquez, Mad Bum, I mean, my top three flat-out plays. But you, like, you can go burned. I think Morton's phenomenal. Um, Eli Morgan's interesting. So you have options, to say the least. All right, if you are looking at stacks on this wonderful, wonderful slate, uh, let's check out Arizona's back in play versus Brubaker. Like that one quite a bit. A lot, actually, especially for the value aspect to it. Like Marte's expensive. Rojas kind of is, but Varsha's cheap. Walker's cheap. Cabrera's cheap. Get a lot of nice cheap pieces in there to mix around elsewhere. So like Arizona quite a bit. L.A., Baltimore, stack away, folks. I prefer the L.A. side of it versus Baltimore. Otani, I'm wanting to pay up for. I think it's a phenomenal spot, but you have Upton, Adele, Marsh, great values in the outfield. And you got like Iglesias, a value at shortstop. You got pieces around there. Um, um, oh, why am I skipping? Why am I just blanking on his name for forty six hundred bucks? Like um, Jared Walsh, I was gonna call him Marsh. Jared Walsh is a nice first base piece as well. So like Anaheim a lot, Baltimore no problem. Santander at twenty eight is ridiculous. DJ Stewart's a nice GPP value. So is Austin Hayes. Said Mullins at forty five. It's a game stack, or you can split the stacks up in other lineups. But big fan of LA Baltimore. Washington versus Miami. See where that lineup comes out. Enjoy attacking Jesus Lazardo. It's been very profitable this year. We're going to keep doing that as the season goes on. So Soto, Bell, and and see what else comes out from there. Um, Cleveland versus Hearn. I like some J-Ram and some Franmel. They're expensive, but they're good with like a Medrosario if you want and some other pieces, but definitely J-Ram and Franmel. Pricey, but very, very solid. Atlanta versus Andrew Heaney. Stack it up. Start with Swanson, Albies, and Riley, of course. Then mix in your Duvals or your Solaires or your Heredias. But the big three go from there. I don't mind some Colorado versus Steele. I think Story and Hampson and Joe and Rogers and and um, 
and uh, CJ Crone, some good options. And Elias Diaz at catcher. Colorado's bringing some nice pieces that will go virtually unowned. Cincinnati is a nice contrarian stack. Don't hate that. Same with Kansas City, and I'm not playing the late game. So, uh, yeah, some great spots there. Love Atlanta, of course. Really like Arizona. Really like the L.A.-Baltimore game. Look like my top four, but tons of ways to go on this slate if you're looking to do it. Uh, I'll tell you that much. And we got a question in the chat about fan duel pitcher of the night. So I'm pulling up fan duel for you. The question was from Solid Picks. Need a good pitcher for fan duel tonight. So give me two seconds to, to load up the page here. Here we go. Pitcher on fan duel that you want because the pricing will be different for you than on DraftKings. Burns expensive. Flaherty at 10-3. I still like him up there. That's good. But if you want a value like Herman Marquez at 9K, see Bumgarner's priced up. Marquez at 9K is not too shabby. Um, other than that, like Eli Morgan at 68, intriguing. I'll be honest, it's intriguing. Just got to make sure you get to at least six. It's always in question. But that could be not too shabby. But I'd probably pay for Marquez at 9K or Jack Flaherty at 10-3. That would be my angle for you. Solid picks. But that'll do it, folks. 14-game slate in the books. Hope you guys have a great Tuesday. Should be a fun one. Again, follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick. Help you out where I can there. Join us in the free fantasy DJ and Slack chat. And go check out Price Picks, everybody. Awesome way to play DFS and, and prop bets all wrapped into one. Use promo code Bubba when you create your account to get a free first-time deposit bonus up to $100. But until next time, guys, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, August 24th edition. I'm out. Yeah.